Hi, I'm Andy Ely, a Senior Funeral Director with G-Seller Independent Funeral Directors and we've been serving bereaved families since 1910. Now I'm sure you're well aware there's lots and lots of different misconceptions, myths and taboos about what happens behind the scenes within the funeral profession. So we decided to put together this series of podcasts to try and answer any questions and hopefully dispel any of those myths. So please do like, share and subscribe. Send any questions, send them to liftingthelid at gseller.co.uk and we will do our absolute best to answer them for you. It genuinely is our family caring for your family. Now today we're going to be talking about memorials and I'm joined by um, Amy, my colleague Amy. How are you, Hello. Amy? Hello, yeah, good. 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 Now we've met before, Amy, and we know from previous episode that you wear lots and lots of different hats within G Cellar. Sure do. So let's forget all the others, let's purge them, and let's talk about memorials. Okay, memorial so hat memorial hats on. <laughs> so how on earth did you become a stonemason? I know it's part of your journey, but let's focus on just the stonemason. I definitely think when I was a, you know, back at school, I wouldn't be stood on the back of a truck, mixing up some men, putting dowels in headstones, <laughs> working, working with burly men, fixing headstones in uh, cemeteries. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. right. <laughs> um, so it's actually funny when I actually talk to families and they say, you actually fix a headstone? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They think that I'm just the person that, you know, potentially is just in the office. And I can absolutely vouch um, for that. I've seen you in your scrubs. Yeah, I've got my combats, my steel cap toe boots. Brilliant. And, uh, fleece and, and off I go out with the lads. Um, no, so where did I start? So back um, when myself and my husband Joseph um, got together, um, 17 years old, so he worked in the business prior to myself and my days off I used to go into the business. Um, so I learnt the masonry trade through my, my days off from my normal job which is okay. event managing. Yeah. So I had my pink steel cap toe boots, my jeans, my fleece um, and I'd go to work with him and from there I learnt all the skills to be a stonemason. So drilling, sawing, polishing, fixing headstones, sandblasting, engraving, loading up the trucks. Um, people think that I don't lift the headstones, but I, I do. I'm, one, I'm literally one of the team. So from there, I've just been on a, on a, full, on a full journey, um, right from the early stages all the way through to now managing the department in its entirety, acquiring skills along the way, safety inspecting skills, and um, looking after war memorials, um, and a yeah. whole wide range of things, doing pet memorials, um, cheese boards and you know it's not just headstones that we that we manufacture um so yeah it's been quite a journey and there is there. There's, there's so much to it um, that you've just yeah. uh, you just touch things there just again I, I always quite often say tip of the iceberg so many different elements to a memorial yeah um something quite unique at g-cell i have to say we've got a memorial showroom haven't we haven't we um, yeah from funeral director's perspective, taking a family down there and just showing without any prior knowledge or proper memorial experience yeah. from my perspective, it's quite an eye-opener. Yeah. I mean, how do you find that as a, something that so, we So, something, yeah, so with memorials, we have a dedicated team, so that's a dedicated team in the workshop and in the office. And yeah. um, We've got a unique showroom, as you've said, it's fully glassed, people can come, see, touch, feel, understand the memorials rather than saying you know three graves down from where mum is i think i quite like that shape but i'm not too sure what it is yeah. but i think i'd prefer a different color but i don't know so our showroom is really unique in the fact that myself and my husband design and create the memorials that go into our showroom so we say that no two loved ones are the same so why should two memorials be the Completely same agree, yeah. we try and add slightly different design work different lettering styles different chamfer details to make them a little bit more unique and um, when i'm with a family I say to them, 
stay as open-minded as you can. You know, if you like the shape of one, the colour of another, the design from something else, um, you had a favourite hobby, let's bring all of that to life. Um, a memorial is a final piece of the jigsaw. It helps people on the bereavement journey and the journey of grief. And it's the last thing that we're probably going to do for that person. Um, excuse the pun, but it's like setting stone. So yeah. what we're doing, it has to be right from the wording to the colour that memorial has to encapsulate that person's life which is really a really hard thing to do but that's why we have the dedicated team we're privileged to have the on-site workshop as well so families can come in and be on that journey with us they want yeah. to come and see the stone prior to engraving see the stone before we paint the letters because they weren't sure whether they wanted gold or silver we can keep that personal element throughout the whole thing we do it with the funeral so to us a memorial is just as important it's just an extension of the funeral really isn't it yeah and a sort of final part of the journey um i think it's quite important to say that we talked about lots of different things that we can have photographs on on headstones as well can't we yeah. and, uh, can have them sort of inscribed on there or or i've seen yeah. them in, in little frames and yeah. it's brilliant there's just no end of different options that we can have What's the process though? I mean, how how do we go about doing this? So we've got two distinct elements, I would think, the, the administration side of things, so yep. I imagine there's lots of paperwork involved, yep. um, and then the actual production process. of the process itself. So I'll tell you what, let's talk about the administration side of things first. Yes, yeah, so, so a family will probably be in contact with ourselves, um, and from there we go down to the showroom and we talk through the process. We'll explain to a family what is and isn't allowed within the burial ground of where their loved one's laid to rest. So because... would there be different rules and regs? Yeah. And would that vary between different cemeteries? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So there's cemeteries and churchyards. Churchyards are done by dioceses yep. and cemeteries are done by the parish council. Um, so every burial ground has slightly different rules and regulations, which is why with our brochures we don't necessarily put the sizes in because somebody might like that memorial but be off put by the size and think that it can't be created smaller. So yeah, um, yeah there's different rules and regulations. And would that be the same with the shapes as well, the different shapes? Yeah. I know we've got lots and lots of different uh, little, little mini miniatures. miniatures. I should have brought some, shouldn't yeah. I? I should have had, well, there's <laughs> should lots and lots of different up. shapes, but um, yeah. I have seen that in certain cemeteries they're all the same shape, so that's you must can, be there. Yeah, yeah, so the main restrictions in a cemetery is more dimensions okay. and wording. Obviously, we can't have swear words or yeah, yeah. anything offens anything offensive on there. Um, but there's more flexibility within a cemetery than there is within a churchyard. The rules are, are slightly more flexible. Um, our team will have done the legwork beforehand, so we know what is allowed within that burial ground. So we can advise accordingly um, on shapes, colours and things that they can and can't okay. have. From there, we can then put a quotation together um, and we do all of the administration, so we liaise with the burial ground on your behalf. So we don't expect you as a family to ask us for something, we provide you with a quote, you've then got to ask the parish if you're allowed, because with all due respect, the terminology around a memorial can be quite complex, yeah. you know, an old polished black granite OG. Yeah. What does what, that mean? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean if you're not, you know, looking after a headstone yeah. um, every day? So we look after, we liaise with the with the council. We seek approval. A memorial cannot be fixed within a burial ground until approval is granted. So we administer that process. We order the memorial um, with the merchants. And memorials come from overseas. So okay. the memorials come from Scandinavia, India, China, South Africa. Okay. Um, in the UK, Wales for like the Welsh slate <clears throat> and, Cum and Cornish granite. Yeah. Um, so there's quite a long process. Memorials are taking anywhere between 12 and 20 weeks to be in our care. Covid's had a massive Im uh, impact with shipping and imports and yeah, everything like that. Yeah. 
So we always say to a family, as soon as you feel ready to start that process, just be aware of the time frame that you know that can come with it. It's not quite as quick as a funeral service taking place. Yeah. Um, so we look after the family and we manage their expectations throughout the whole journey when the memorial's in our care, when we're ready to fix the memorial. But then there's an element there for, which goes from the office team over to the workshop team. So once the memorial is in our care and we're happy with the quality, the size, the dimensions, the memorial is exactly as specification that the family have asked for. Yeah. At that point, we can then provide a family with a template um, so they get to see the memorial and visualize the memorial with the lettering on before any engraving takes place. Okay, this, so that's, uh, a, that's a, a drawing of, or, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, correct, so they can see design work, lettering, gives you a chance to make sure you're happy with the font, spelling, layout. Um, we won't do anything until that template is signed, so we okay. can go backwards and forwards until it visually is as you, as you want. And um, from there, we'll then carry out the engraving process, gilding, painting the letters, painting the design work. And we'll then make sure that flower containers are drilled or the drill holes in the headstone and base to make sure we can um, essentially build the memorial, make sure that it's installed uh, correctly. All the drill holes are the correct depth. We can get the dowels in and we can fix in a safe and secure way. Okay. <laughs> um, and then from there, our mason routine will then install the memorial into the burial ground. So... Safety, I would imagine, is quite a priority. We've, so you've mentioned dowels there and drilling into the ground. And yeah. So, so I take it that this is something that's, that's an absolute must. We don't want these falling over, do we? No, 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 absolutely not. So we are members of NAM. So NAM stands for National Association of Memorial Masons. Okay. And we adhere to their code of working practice. So we fix the British Standard 8415. Okay. And by that we fix with memorials on reinforced concrete foundations yep. or granite foundations. We have ground anchors for any memorial that's in over two foot in height. We have stainless steel dowels that will connect a headstone to the base. So essentially at every point or every joint of the memorial, there is safety elements there. So if a cement joint was to go, a memorial can't physically topple over okay. unless one of our qualified masons are there to a, dismantle the memorial, B, bring it off the grave. Um, so yeah, there's, there's more to a memorial than just thinking it goes from workshop, we lift and we place, and yeah. we place down. It's quite a time consuming It's quite difficult process. to lift them. Yeah, quite heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are quite heavy. Yeah. You certainly <laughs> toppling on you. Yeah, no, but I mean, historically, the, all the, the the anchor systems and dowels and so on that that wouldn't have been a thing, would it? So, so yeah, rules came in in the year two thousand two thousand and one. Um, mm. Prior to that, stonemasons could more or less do whatever they wanted. It's quite interesting when we go into burial grounds now and we look back and we we carry out masonry works on older memorials. Yeah. The fixing methods that that go on and have been going on is really fascinating and eye-opening to us because we have quite clear guidelines as to yes. how we have to fix and why we have to fix like that. Um, yeah, so like you say, it's fascinating. I think oh, prior to 2000, what, we, what, what you find within a memorial. So it's interesting there what you said about um, sometimes we have to take the headstones away, don't we, mm -hmm. to add extra inscriptions, um, which kind of match. And you, you, your template that you're talking about, you put the same... So it fits into the same style. Yeah. But sometimes, what about the fonts? I often wonder about the fonts. I mean, how do we do an inscription? Have we got like an infinite supply of different fonts? Does a machine do it? Is it sandblasted? Does a person do it? What, how how a do bit we do of, it? A, a bit of both of what you just said. We have sandblaster, sandblasting is a method that we use to engrave a memorial. So if you think about thousands of barbarians hitting the memorial yep. and it creates the engraving process. So we are cutting through a stencil. So the font is quite uniformed. 
um, in its in its style and appearance. We have thousands of fonts, so we can more often than not match up to an existing font. Okay. We measure all the font size, the spacing, to make sure that that second inscription looks like it was always meant to be there, and that memorial in its entirety is, in, you know, complete and it looks as one. Um, it doesn't look like an add-on. Uh, we also have a hand cutter. Um, Dave Blessing, I'm mentioning. He's been with us since he left since he left school. I don't think he'd mind us uh, mentioning that. Yeah. And you know, he's a you know older gentleman, <laughs> slightly older gentleman. Um, but it's the traditional um, carving method. So if you just imagine him with a hammer and chisel, and he will sit there and carve each individual letter. Um, so sometimes we have to use him if we can't can't font match. Yeah. Um, but we also use him again to match up because a lot of headstones have traditional. Um, hand cut letters so he will I've seen some of his work I mean uh, he is matching of a tradition it, considering he's just chiseling away it's phenomenal he's yeah, really yeah, really yeah, good yeah. at doing it it is yeah it's definitely a special art in, in doing it and what about to do once it. a stone is fixed um, mm -hmm. do, do we do anything about looking after the stone thereafter yeah, so we clean down the memorial and my team will also go back um, later on that week just to make sure that the memorial has set and it is safe and secure because um, sometimes the weather control can, can, affect, can yeah. affect that process. Um, we don't tend to fix if it's below five degrees anyway because, like I say, the weather can affect it. Yeah. Um, but my team will go back and just double check the memorial, clean the memorial off as well um, for a second time. And then we send out care guides to families so they know exactly how to look after the memorial, okay. what to and what not, what not to, to do. Use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, not using anything abrasive on there, anything that can scratch, because once the granite's scratched, you know, even though it's a molten rock and it'll stand the test of time and it's, you know, weather resistant in the main, it's still exposed to all elements. Anything abrasive on there will have an impact to its appearance. Absolutely. Um, and can affect that. So yeah, we send out care guides and then additionally some families like us to look after their memorials thereafter. Um, so we go... Oh, brilliant. Okay. Monthly, yearly, yeah. whatever works for a family. So I've got a question. This is always a big question. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm looking after a family, we uh, lay someone to rest at full burial. How long before we can fix that stone? Yeah, so we um, advise nothing prior kind of six to nine months yep. um, the more ground can settle naturally the less chance that the memorial will subside and move yep. um, we can fit slightly prematurely if a family feel like they need that for again the grieving process to happen they yeah. need Perhaps something an to, yeah, yeah again yeah. yeah and we will be there and we, we can go back out in a few months years if there's any movement to the memorial we'll go back out and realign the memorial and um, but we do advise nothing prior to six to nine months um, anything after a year is better, um, but again, it's down it's down to the family and what the burial ground will allow. Some of them won't allow us to go back in until a year has elapsed. So yeah, yeah. So Amy, just before we finish, we we've touched on extra inscriptions. Uh, so I've got a couple of questions, more mm -hmm. questions, I should say. Uh, the first one, I mean, can do we only exclusively look after families that we've looked after the funeral service for? Can anyone have a, a, a stone, a headstone? Yeah, we're, as a business, we're more than happy to look after anybody that should need or require those services. A headstone doesn't always have to be something that goes within a burial ground. We also have a range of garden okay. memorials. So some people prefer the, their loved one being at, being at home rather than having to go visit in a cemetery. Um, um, yeah, so cremated remains can sit within a memorial, a garden bench, um, a bird bath, a vase. Um, so there's a Do whole you know range of things. So. We haven't even touched on what it, what our headstone actually is, and what the differences are. <laughs> 
Which we probably ought to. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> what, what is a headstone? So traditionally a headstone is um, a memorial that's made from two pieces, or sometimes one piece that you may see in a, in a churchyard more commonly. It's a memorial that stands um, at the head or foot end of a grave, depending yeah. on which way around a, a loved one is laid to rest within the burial ground. Um, and the memorial sits upright, but having said that, um, as times have moved on, some people have slightly smaller memorials that sit flush to the ground, mm -hmm. some sit, sit flush with a slight slope. Um, there's a whole range, and if anyone was to ever wander around a cemetery or churchyard and you actually start looking at your surroundings there, you can see the whole, the wide range of memorials that sit within a, sit within a burial ground. So the term headstone isn't now just traditionally a two-piece memorial yes. or a, a monolith. Um, lots and lots of different things mm -hmm. but we we obviously cater for everything yeah it's quite interesting you said about um, people walking around the cemetery there um obviously over time and we have touched on um sort of attending service that we offer sometimes the weather takes its toll doesn't it mm -hmm. can we restore yeah. headstones or stones memorials I should say simple answer yes yep. um which is where we also come into looking after war memorials um which is something that as our stonemasons do so everything from a war memorial all the way down to you know the smaller flat tablet memorials that we say that sit flush to the ground um we will advise on whether we can restore it uh, and bring it back back to life and back to looking new and fresh we put the new lettering paintwork in there we clean it we may need to use polishing pads and um, cleaning solutions and a whole range of things yeah. that we may need to use to to do that and create that um, but if we feel like it, it'd be better for your money to be invested into a new memorial um, because the cost to keep maintaining and looking after the existing, we would advise, we would advise either way. Do you enjoy it, Amy? You're quite <laughs> passionate about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I find it, I'm quite an artistic person, yep. so the detailing of the lettering, the fonts, the design work, the painting, um, and like I say, it's the final piece of the jigsaw. It's the last thing we can do for our yeah, families. Memory, and it? if it's not right, then we've not done it. You know, a memorial won't go out if it's not as the family need it and if it's not of the highest quality. So, yeah, I'm passionate. It's, yeah, it has to be spot on. Absolutely spot on. I totally agree with you. I'm all about making it as personal as possible. <laughs> yeah. Amy, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for your time. Yeah. Um, I've no doubt see you again with a different hat. Yeah, absolutely. What are we going <laughs> to wear next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> but um, thank you. So, yeah, please, any questions, like, share, subscribe, send those questions in, liftingthelid at gseller.co.uk, and, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.